Today's case covers a 27-year-old cold case. A young woman with a bright future ahead of her went to work one evening. And then she went missing. Thank you for listening to this episode of Crime Nerds. I'm your host, Koi, and this is the story of Cleoshindra Hall. Clea Shindra Hall was born on March 30, 1976, and she went by her nickname, Clea. Clea grew up in Pine Bluff, Arkansas. She excelled in academics, and in high school, she was an honor student. In May of 1994, Clea went to her senior prom. Like a lot of people, this was something that she had been looking forward to. She spent hours and hours searching for the perfect dress until she found it. She then got her hair and her nails done, and was eager to enjoy the last month of high school before she graduated. Not only was Clea supposed to graduate at the end of May, but she had been chosen to give the commencement speech at the high school graduation ceremony. She had dreams of becoming a pediatrician, and she had been accepted into a pre-med program at Tennessee State University. Clea also had a part-time job working for a local doctor named Larry Amos, where she worked at his home office. Clea's normal routine would be to go to school, after school she would go to Larry's house to work, and then she would call her parents for a ride home. On May 9th, 1994, just two weeks before graduation, after school, Clea was dropped off at her work by her mom, Laurel. Around 8 o'clock that night, she called Laurel and told her that she wasn't ready to be picked up yet and that she would call back real soon. While waiting on the phone call, Laurel fell asleep. She woke up around 1 in the morning when her husband came home and then began panicking. Clea hadn't called back. The worry only grew as Laurel checked her bedroom and saw an empty bed, knowing that Clea hadn't made it home. Laurel contacted the police to report Clea missing, but she was told that since Clea had just turned 18, that they needed to wait 24 hours. Laurel brought up that Clea had never done anything like this before and that she was supposed to call back for a ride, so her plan had been to return home the whole time. But after 24 hours, Clea was reported missing. One thing that stood out right away was that Clea didn't have a troubled life. She had a good, healthy home life. She got along great with her parents, did very well in school. She wasn't having problems with anybody. There was a boy that she liked, but she wasn't in a relationship. There didn't seem to be a reason that stood out that would cause Clea to leave voluntarily. But it was still considered a possibility. The other theory was that she may have attempted to walk home, and then she was abducted along the way. When police went to Clea's boss, Larry told them that she left his house around 8.30 that night, and she got in the car with someone, and he assumed that they were giving her a ride home. He wasn't able to give any further details on what the person looked like in the car, how many people were in the car, or even the car description. Two weeks later, investigators searched Larry's home for any potential evidence. Within that two weeks, it would have been enough time for Larry to clean up anything or dispose of anything, so for what it's worth, there wasn't any evidence located in the house at that time. The boy that Clea had a crush on was also questioned for his involvement. 
His name has not been released, his vehicle was searched, and he took a polygraph, but there hasn't been anything connecting him to Clea's disappearance. Laurel and her family searched wooded areas, put up flyers, and asked for help for anyone that may know something. For years, investigators poured hours and hours of time into this case, following up on leads, tips, and searching different areas. Then in March of 2012, something happened. A tip came into the police department that seemed credible enough to get a search warrant. Investigators then served the search warrant on Larry Amos's house. Detectives spent hours at the house with the police chief and the state attorney. Cadaver dogs were walked around the property but did not alert to anything. Radar equipment was used around concrete areas of the house, and detectives left with several brown paper bags of evidence they collected. Because this is still an open investigation, a lot of information is still confidential. Investigators have said that there are several people who are being considered persons of interest in this case, and it's not just Larry Amos, and that they continue to investigate. Not just to find the person responsible, but also to clear people who are not responsible. While the items that were taken from Larry's home have not been made public record, the police department did announce that there was no DNA or forensic evidence collected from those items. Clea's family and investigators are hoping that someone knows something about this case and that they will reach out to law enforcement and that tips continue to come in so that they can be followed up on and help bring justice to Clea's family. In news interviews, Laurel has talked about how Clea should be an adult. She should be living out her goals and dreams of being a pediatrician. Instead, Laurel is stuck with the image of Clea, still being 18 years old, getting ready for prom, getting ready to graduate high school, never getting to deliver her commencement address. And this is going to bring us to a conclusion of this episode of Crime Nerds. If you can, leave a rating or review. It really helps this show a lot. Even if it's bad, I enjoyed the feedback, and I appreciate your help. Thank you for listening.